Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back into Sports Talk, our Friday edition. Hanging out with Jeff Nowak, Charlie Long. Also joining us now, ESPN Saints reporter Catherine Terrell. How you been, Cat? Yeah, I'm doing great. I feel like uh, I might be able to actually enjoy the off season uh, now that Mickey <laughs> Loomis, you know, did a season-ending presser. But you know, as soon as I say that, something's going to happen. So I should probably just keep it to myself. Yeah, the off season lasts as, as long as this cold snap lasts. So once the weather warms <laughs> up, then uh, we will be right back, right back in the flow. Exactly. Uh, looking at, uh, you know, going back to Mickey Loomis's press conference, obviously the gum smacking and him <laughs> comparing Dennis Allen to a bunch of Hall of Fame coaches were the big standouts. But other than that, what did you, what were your biggest takeaways that you felt um, were the biggest keys to, to what Loomis had to say? Uh, well, I will say, like, just, you know, touching on the gum for a <laughs> second, uh, that was a huge topic of discussion. Someone else uh, pointed out to me, you know, Mickey Loomis was up there um, talking about culture and, you know, how he wants to make everyone uncomfortable and they all got too lax. And he's saying this while chewing gum. So you think he was trying to make everyone uncomfortable by chewing gum? Uh, maybe. I couldn't stop. I, I couldn't stop <laughs> focusing on it. It's like a 3D uh, who, chess who knows? thing. He thought he was sick, but uh, it, it was it was uh, it was odd. Um, I'll put it that way. But you know, he said, and I'm sure I've talked about this, but he was that was the whole theme that they let standards slide. They need to live up to the standard, and right. everyone needs to to do more. But then I think he said something like the last three to five years. And correct me if I'm wrong. And I was just sitting there thinking, like five years. So. Uh, is that is he saying that ever since the no call things just kind of got away from them? I don't know. Yeah, you know, one thing that I thought was interesting is he we talked about the the Hall of Fame head coaches. The other thing he did was call back to the first three years under Sean Payton and how he said, "quote He heard a lot of the same noise then." I thought that was interesting because, in my opinion, that's not the great comparison to make. But if you want to look back at the seven and nine seasons. I do think you saw a lot of that, where it was kind of these wrinkles that popped up that you didn't ever iron out, and then they just built up and built up and built up, and all of a sudden you got a shirt you can't wear out in public. But, you know, I think these past two years, have you seen a lot of that too? And to me, that's where Mickey, when he has this kind of smirk on his face like he's been there before, it's because he has. It's because he's seen this kind of run where things kind of fall off, and then you you kind of have a come-to-Jesus moment, and everyone kind of gets back on the same page and I guess I'm just curious because you were you were around for that you I think you were around for that unless you were in Cincinnati I can't remember um but you know how 
what do you think about that? Because to me, that's the better comparison. And if you're trying to find a way to to, to convince yourself that this team can find the the magic combination to get back to the playoffs, it's that. It's the 2017 season where you nailed the draft and you got all these pieces and they hit, and then you had that run of success. Yeah, I actually pointed that out on Twitter. I thought he made the wrong comparison. You know, I wasn't covering the team in 2007 or 2008, but I am from Louisiana, so I, I hear about these things a lot. I watched the Saints. I don't remember people saying that about Peyton, that, you know, he needed to go in 07 or 08. And I think that, as you pointed out, it was a different story and, and maybe – 14, 15, and then I, I left before the 16th season. But that was because people were wondering if the game had passed Peyton by. The difference is he'd already had the success. People just weren't sure if he was going to be able to sustain that success. And obviously, once they figured out the reset and getting everyone back on the same page, they had a lot of success. But people <laughs> feel a little differently now because I don't think – well, I know that Dennis Allen has not proved that he's had that success. Going into year five of his total head coaching tenure, he hasn't taken a team to the NFC Championship. The The team hasn't made the playoffs under him. So it's just a different mindset from the fans. It's more not has the game passed you by. It's, okay, are you able – are you the coach to get us there? And when I asked Mickey Loomis point blank, why he felt Dennis Allen was the coach to get the Saints back to the playoffs. I don't really think he, he had much of an answer. I don't, I don't know if you got that same sense, but mm-hmm. he didn't list anything specific. Uh, looking at, obviously, the big search right now for an offensive coordinator, Pete Carmichael, out, and I think everybody, uh, a lot of Saints fans, think it's been a long time coming. Uh, the, the offense was kind of old and stale. We'll see what kind of life can get brought back into it. We know... Dan Pitcher, Zach Robinson, Shane Waldron, uh, currently among the candidates they're looking to interview. Uh, that Sean McVay coaching tree stands out. Uh, but are, what else do you feel about uh, the Saints going in a new direction right now at OC and uh, about the candidates that they're going to be bringing in to, to at least look at right now? And who knows what else uh, stands ahead? Yeah, I think that it was the right thing to do. I think that uh, Pete Carmichael has made a ton of contributions to the offense, and you can't deny that. Right. But I also think that the team needed a change. They need something that's going to excite the fan base, that is going to excite the team. And maybe getting one of these young up-and-comers uh, is going to do that. Now, I don't know if that's the way they're going to go. I'm sure there's people on staff that they're going to give a look at, maybe Ronald Curry. But I think that it's it's definitely kind of exciting for, you know, people watching this team if they do go that outside the building, younger direction, especially maybe someone from the Sean McVay tree, because, you know, that has panned out before, like Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. Uh, there was a lot of questions about that hire when he went to Cincinnati because he was so young and, and they've been able to have success there. Um, obviously a large part of that was getting the right quarterback. And there are going to be questions about this quarterback situation, but I think if you get anything out of Mickey's press conference, then you should get that. It is clear that not only does he fully support and believe in Dennis Allen, but they seem to fully support and believe in, in Derek Carr as their quarterback going forward. 
Yeah, and, and I think, you know, the other thing that's worth mentioning is, you know, they're in no rush. You know, that's just something that this team views as a strength. But I, I am I am curious, as you as you look at it, because I'm of two minds about it in terms of you could go outside the organization, you could bring in kind of a young up-and-comer who, who may want to change things and kind of rebuild things in his own image. But then you also have to look at it and say, well, you have a Derek Carr, and then you have a guy like Taysom Hill, who there's no other team in the NFL that has a Taysom Hill package. So are you going to bring somebody in and say, you have to do this, or are you going to give them the option? And then if they say, well, that's not really going to work for me, what, do you move on? Or you know, I think that's where I kind of come at it is, I'm not sure. How much are you going to change? Because this is a team and an organization that hasn't changed its offense, really, substantially at least, since 2006. So... I mean, how much should you change? I'm curious where you land on that. Yeah, actually, I think that's a great point, especially because the Saints seem to have so many issues of getting Carr on the same page as the receivers and the rest of the offense. Do you want to wipe that out and start all over again and go through those same growing pains? I don't know. So maybe any offensive coordinator would have to work within the parameters of what the Saints already do. I think that's why John Gruden's name is probably going to come up a lot. Uh, if they do go that way, and no, none of us know that they will, um, he hasn't even really, you know, he interviewed or anything like that. He's just a name. So they, if they do go that way, Gruden has worked with Carr before. I just think that that that's a tricky one. And if they want to bring Gruden in, do they kind of do it despite all the controversy and the lawsuit and fully make him the face, you know, the offensive coordinator, or would they go another route and bring him in as like an offensive? analyst or a senior offensive assistant to help out Carr. I don't know. I just do think that you make a good point as to whether they're ready for a total change as exciting as the thought does sound, because I do think that they got pretty stale in a lot of ways this off, this off season, this season, you know, they didn't use motion a lot. They were for a very long time, the last team in the league in the use of play action and things like that. So I do think there needs to be some sort of jolt. We found out today uh, the New England Patriots, Gerard Mayo, rounding out his trying to get his staff filled out over there, uh, wanting to interview linebackers coach Michael Hodges for the Saints. Uh, definitely think it'd be a great hire in New England. Would hate to lose him, uh, but just curious. Uh, there hasn't been any changes for Dennis Allen on his staff currently. Uh, do you expect anything to happen? Obviously, if Hodges leaves, you're going to be needing to fill a new role there. But other than that, uh, either on the defensive side, or I was kind of surprised with the offensive side, with the, the, the guys that were let go, that someone like Doug Marone was not part of that just because of the lack of development we've seen with the offensive line the last two years, especially with a guy like Trevor Penning. Yeah, I mean, first of all, Michael. I think Michael Hodges is a fantastic young coach. I believe uh, the Bengals tried to, to poach him away a few years ago before he was the linebackers coach, I think. <laughs> I think they realized that he was a young up-and-comer. Um, so it's not surprising another team is trying to get him. And we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, Mickey Lewis kind of made it seem like there weren't going to be many more changes. I I, I did think the Marone thing was interesting. Uh, I think that he was asked specifically if Marone was going to retire. Right. So he said he didn't think so. So that's not really answering whether or not he's going to be brought back. But that is one I would – I was – I'm surprised they didn't make a change there because I really think that you have to figure out how to get Trevor Pinning um, in the starting lineup. Anything. Just, yeah, anything. Or even just – uh, what James Hurst was when he first got here. You right. know, he James Hurst was not 
intended to be the the full-time starter and he's really been great at that everything he's been asked to do but you know I think the Saints have had too many misses with their first round picks they've got to get Trevor Penning uh, on the same page as them I, I, I don't even know up to speed I mean the thing is they don't even trust them to play in a blowout so I think that that says a lot and with you know on the other side Peyton Turner also not playing I mean, that's, that's two pretty big misses in the first round. So they've got to figure something out. If they don't uh, change an offense, change the offensive line coach, maybe you bring someone in like a Zach Street type as an assistant. I, I don't know. Yeah, up to speed and, and up to what speed is really the question. How many gears right. How many gears work on that bike? Um, but, you know, Kat, obviously it's the offseason. I'm curious, do you, do you sit down and watch all these playoff games? Because I kind of get to this point in the season and – and I'm almost footballed out in a sense. No. And, and I just like, I, I can watch maybe one or two a weekend, but there's, you know, all these games. I guess when you get into the, the AFC and NFC championship, I'm just curious how you, how you, how do you deal with that personally? Uh, as oh, no. I, I love person. it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm already talking with people about where we're, where we're going to go watch the, the Green game, the Green Bay game tomorrow. <laughs> like, um, I, I'm, but, you know, I'm like a, crazy person who in the during when the season's going on i watch monday night football thursday sunday college football on saturday maybe the only thing i don't do is watch friday night college football but you know i i love it and i always miss it when it's gone but i i am with you in that um at this point of the season it is nice to have a break because this if they if the saints were still playing this would be week 25 yep. for us i think <laughs> The Saints ended on week 24. I mean, so it's once when training camp starts until the season ends, that is, that is 24 straight weeks. And uh, it's a lot. But, you know, once it's gone, I get pretty bored pretty quickly and I miss it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm ready to, you know, I've got my plans to go grocery shopping early tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll be parked on my couch watching the games and definitely uh, tune in for both of those and then two of them on Sunday. Jeff, it's just there's so many. There's Pelican so little. Season. There's Pelican so little season. left. The Pelicans won't be playing tomorrow. Okay. Hey, come on, it's fun. And, you know, you're just, all you have to, all you have to do is watch it. You don't have to work. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. a beautiful yeah. thing. This is true. I can't yeah. complain too much. Cat, always yeah, appreciate the time. Sure. Always appreciate the yeah, time. Enjoy the playoff on. action. Oh, I, I will. I'll be watching. Appreciate it. Catherine Terrell, ESPN Saints reporter. You can check out her work, obviously, ESPN.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.